Good morning. Today we are going to talk about older kids, not adult kids, but older kids, teenage-ish. Because uh, I, I maybe just because I'm in the throes of it, but I'm feeling a little bit like talking about uh, what what it means to be the parent of a teenager who is blossoming and going through all kinds of life changes, and how we got here and what we thought it would look like versus what it does look like now. So get ready, hold on to something because it's going to be a wild ride. Thanks for joining us. For those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that I have children who are 12 and 15, two daughters, two beautiful, independent, passionate, amazing daughters. I absolutely love them, of course. And I actually enjoy being with them too. Some people don't enjoy being with their teenagers and validly so because they can be really snarky and attitude and, you know, all that stuff that comes along with those raging hormones that are doing things to their bodies that they can't even describe. In fact, my youngest, who is uh, at the beginning stages of all that fun stuff, that fun roller coaster ride called puberty, she uh, one day, I don't know, two months ago, she was just having a really hard, frustrating day full of attitude. And she just, she stopped me at one point and she put it beautifully. It was perfect. She goes, Mom, I just, I, I don't know what I'm feeling and I don't know why I'm feeling it, Mom. Do you, can you, can you tell me, can you explain this to me? Like, I just don't understand. And I thought that was exactly the perfect description of puberty and teenagehood in general. What do you think? I think that was perfect. I remember feeling that way. And I mean, I still feel that way some days. I'm sure some of you guys do. But I just looked at it and I said, you know, I can't put words to it, but I can tell you that everything that you're going through right now and all these crazy feelings that you can't describe and the way that you're reacting is perfectly normal. Uh, I say you can't take people down with you because that's not okay. That's not loving and kind, but feeling a little out of control of your mind and your body and everything at this point in your life is totally normal. And it's unfortunately part of life, but it's one of those trials we go through that God reminds us that we are going to go through. Uh, But the good news is that he doesn't change and he's always there and he's ready to listen and he totally understands what you're going through because he created you to go through this. So it gave me one of those gospel moments where I got to speak into her, help her to understand that what she was feeling was normal. And she had opened the conversation, which was amazing because with teenagers, you know, if you start trying to have a conversation with them, they're more likely than not, not all of them, but more likely than not, going to tune you out or think you're wrong or, um, you know, they might listen to you and, and entertain you for a bit, but they may not retain exactly what you said. And you'll notice that later when they're like, why didn't you tell me? Or, hey, did you know? And they have this amazing discovery and you're like, yeah, I kind of talked to you about that, you know, three weeks ago. <laughs> it could go a million ways, but because she opened the conversation she was willing to listen to the answer and she took it beautifully and she heard the the God message. She heard uh, that God was a loving God and on her side and available whenever she needed him. And teenagers need to hear that. They need to re- be rem- reminded that they are not alone because, man, do you remember feeling like a teenager 
that is a lonely time. There's just so much going on in us, physically, mentally, socially, and we all just feel like it, nobody else is going through what we're going through, and nobody could possibly understand how this is or how this feels or what this is like. We all go through phases like that in life, but it's good to know that I can remind them of what they have learned about God so far in life, that he is good, he is available, he is loving, and he is consistent. All the things that they're just not feeling at this point personally, because it's hard. It's so hard. Their bodies are going through so much change. Their their peers are changing. Everybody's changing around them. Their situations might be changing. There's just so much changing. And it's hard to keep up with it when you're you're young, you're immature, you know, you're, you don't have a lot of control over your schedule or your just your lives in general. And you just hold on to whatever you can control. And unfortunately, that can lead to some negative things. And that's why eating disorders happen and self-harm happens and just other really horrible things happen because they just feel like they need to be in control of something in such an out-of-control world, an out-of-control age. It's so hard, so hard to be a teenager. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. We've all been there. It is so hard to be a teenager. It can be a lot of fun, but it's so hard at the same time. So my oldest started a job yesterday, and so now she is a working girl, And so that's a whole new stage. And she starts driving in less than two weeks. She actually changed my flat tire the other day all by herself. I'm so proud of her. She did a great job. She didn't complain. She knew that it was something, it's a survival skill. It's something she needs to know if she's going to ever take my car out on her own when she gets her license It. I need to know she can do that if she gets stuck with a flat tire. And so now I feel much better knowing that she knows how to take care of herself. And sure, she can call AAA, but you know what? They're so backed up. You know, you don't want to wait hours when you can just change the tire yourself and get going for, with your day. You know, head over to the tire shop, drop your, your flat tire off for them to fix and go get it later. Just awesome. So just all these life stages are happening at once with this this beautiful girl. And it's exciting. It's exciting to watch her grow and to blossom into who God made her and her confidence level is growing because we are constantly in the word. And I think for her, having that security, knowing that God is consistent, knowing that he is always there and available is what is the source of her confidence. It's not because I'm an amazing mom or that my husband is an incredibly funny guy and incredible dad who is also faithful to the Lord and his family, so loyal and hardworking, and he's amazing. I could do it on my husband all day. He's awesome. Everybody should have a husband like mine. (laughs) Uh, He's pretty fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't trade him for the world. But it's not because we are these magical, amazing, God-loving people It's because of God, simply because of God. God made her who she is, and we have um, poured into her the truth from the Word of God. As long as she's been breathing, we have been praying over her. We have been reading to her. We have been studying with her. We have been praying with her and encouraging her to love. Love others as herself. That is 
our family motto is to love others because that is the first command. Love God and love others. That's what we live by. You know, we screw up. We make mistakes. We, you know, our mouths can get away from all of us here in this household. We're very mouthy. We're very talkative. Thus the podcast that God told me to do. Because <laughs> he said, hey, you're a talker. You should do a podcast. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, sure. So here I am. And guess what? You're listening to me. So it must be working. <laughs> Surprise. But he, he made us very social. And so although our, our goal is family, our family is to follow those commands uh, first and foremost, because that's what God calls us to do. And all the other fruit and, and habits come forth because of that. We still screw up. We still make mistakes. We still offend people. We still uh, ignore. We still say the wrong thing. We still make people angry. You know, it's that's just being human. That's life. If we were perfect, we'd be, you know, Jesus. And we're not. So we don't want to claim that. But she is not amazing because of our perfection. She is amazing because of God's faithfulness. Because God can. And so I want to encourage you, for those of you, not just those who are um, who have teenagers that are listening, I want to encourage you, if you're a mom-to-be or a dad-to-be, if you're the mom of little ones or elementary school, this is for you too. This message is for you because I want to encourage you that when you're in the throes of diapers, when you're in the throes of potty training, or when you're in those tantrum years, whether it's the twos, threes, fours, they're all a mix. There's no one that's better than the other or worse than the other, really. Terrible twos is just a myth. I mean, some kids do have terrible twos, but others have horrible threes, and some have raging fours and uh, obnoxious fives. So it's not really a particular age that's the worst. But when you're in it, it's so hard right, mom and dad? It's so hard and defeating and frustrating and we screw up and we get mad and we cry and we feel lost and we feel like it's just never going to change and I'm screwing my kid up. I should probably start saving up for therapy for them instead of college. You know, I've, I've had those thoughts and I've even said those words. Um, it, coming from me, trust me, it, it's been a rough, it's been a rough childhood for my kids uh, as far as I am concerned as a parent. Uh, it's been it's not been a bed of roses. It's been a bed of roses with lots of thorns because it's been so sweet, but it's been so hard and frustrating. And I'm not saying that I'm at that place where there's victory, but I'm saying that there's fruit. There's fruit from all the pouring into my kids. And I'm seeing glimpses here and there from my other one who is, you know, she she will always be passionate and and hard-headed and independent and um, strong-willed. And she will have all those qualities her whole life because that's how God made her. But it's for us, our goal is to take those things that annoy the tar out of us <laughs> and not look at them as weaknesses, but as strengths and try to help her to to wield those as good things that she can use for God's glory and not for self-gain and selfishness. And it's, it's about taking the mirror away and putting, get, putting a, a magnifying glass in her hand instead of the mirror so she can see out and she can look and discover and find the needs that she can fulfill with all the God-given gifts and characteristics and talents and passions that she has. And it's a long road and it doesn't happen overnight. It it's but the the what the thing is, the secret. Here you go. 
Here's the secret. You ready for the secret? Okay. Trust God. That's the secret to my parenting piece. Trust God. That was the pivotal point for me in parenting when my kids were six and nine and I was tearing my hair out and I was sure that I was screwing them up permanently and that my kids were never going to follow God. And I certainly didn't think I was doing a good job of following God. And I, I was a mess and I wasn't perfect. And I was um, obviously doing something wrong or a lot of things wrong because my kids were driving me nuts and they weren't listening and it was horrible. And I was the worst mom ever. And I was lost and crying and dead inside. Yeah, it was that bad. It was just horrible. But that pivotal moment for me was when I said yes to God. And it wasn't yes to God that, yes, I'm following you or yes, I believe in you. It was yes, I surrender. I trust you with my whole heart. I trust you with my whole family. I trust you with my entire children, with all of them, all that they are, all that they will be, who they are, their hearts I'm handing it over to you, Lord. My pivotal moment in parenting was the moment I said, yes, I trust you. And I haven't looked back because the moment that I said, yes, I trust you, Lord, was the moment I felt free, free from that mom guilt, free from the shame of all the things that I've done wrong, free from the fear that they are going to be horrible awful human beings that are going to leave a path of destruction instead of joy and peace and love, I was free. And what that meant was that now God could work. I'm not putting limits on God. I never do. But what I'm saying is I wasn't getting in his way anymore because I was getting in his way. He could have stepped all over me. And honestly, it's kind of how I felt like I was being stepped on all over. But it wasn't by God. I was being trampled by the enemy. I was being defeated by the lies that I was believing. And I wasn't trusting God. I was trying to rely on my own human strength and knowledge. But guess what? My knowledge that I gained from reading every parenting book I could get my hands on and from watching everybody around me who were great parents, including Christian parents, That was my knowledge. That wasn't God's wisdom. That was limited and it wasn't true. It doesn't mean that some of it wasn't, wasn't, it doesn't mean that all of it was false. It just means that it wasn't based on the truth of God's word and I wasn't giving it all to him. I wasn't submitting. I wasn't surrendering and I wasn't trusting. So trusting God with your kids, trusting God to lead you and guide you and laying your children in his lap metaphorically is the best decision I ever made. And I'm telling you right now, mamas and papas of whatever age, even if they're adults, it's still the best decision you can make today. If you haven't done it, take some time after this podcast to pray and say, Lord, I am sorry. I have been trying to do this on my own. I have been trying to control my parenting. I have been trying to control my children. I've been, tr- I've, been, I've been allowing the judgment of others to rule the way I do things. I have not been fully relying on you, but now I surrender to you. I give you my children. I give you my parenting. I ask for your wisdom and your wisdom alone 
that you would lead me to better things, that you would lead me to the joy and peace that is you, that is only from you. I rely on you for the wisdom to parent. I rely on you for the wisdom to what not to do. I ask you to shut the doors that need to be shut that I have opened. And I ask that you would open the right doors to give freedom to me and my family. Lord God, I thank you that you are consistent, that you give freedom and rest because Lord, we need rest. We need freedom. We need to feel our burdens lightened. We need that light that is your son Jesus in our lives every day. Help us to remember to keep you first in everything we do, especially parenting. Remind us daily, lest we forget that you are on our side, that you are our creator and you know us better than anybody and you made our children and you put them in our care on purpose, that we are the parents meant to be with our children, and it's not a mistake. And yes, Lord, we are going to screw up, but Lord, we are going to come to you. We are going to surrender those mistakes, those sins. We are going to ask forgiveness. We are going to come back to you daily and say, Lord, guide me today. Lord, give me your peace today. Help me to guide my children toward you. Help me to teach my children about who you are and how they can come to trust you. Lord, this parenting thing is really, really hard. And it's a giant mirror into all of the things that are wrong with each one of us that we don't like. But it's also a huge blessing because we get to grow with our children and our faith in you. We get to grow in our wisdom from you alongside our children. And we get to share those things with them. We get to share the fruit of our our growth, the fruit of our faith with them so that they can see it and then they can learn to trust you too because isn't that the, the biggest, best fruit that we can get as parents, that we can see as parents is the fruit of our children's faith that they too would come to rely fully on you and trust you with everything they are and everything they do and, and, ble- and be thankful for everything that they have. God, thank you. This was a very big prayer. And I'm so thankful for anybody who is listening today that hears this because I'm sure somebody needed to hear it because honestly, I wasn't sure what I was going to say when I, sit, when I hit record. But God, you have orchestrated this podcast today as you usually do. Take it over. And I love it when you do that because I always learn something. And you have, you've grown me every day. And I trust you, Lord, fully. And I will not look back because I know what it is to be on the side of not trusting you. And I never want to go back there, Lord, because you are freedom, your joy, your love. And it is in your son's precious name that I pray for all these beautiful parents listening today. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you got something wonderful out of this. I hope God spoke to you in some way. And I truly hope that you are surrendering your days to him, that you are surrendering your life, your children, your whole family to that, to him, and really, truly trusting him. Because once you let go and let him do things, you'll never want to grab back hold of it. You'll never want to be fully in control of it. Because to be honest, when you think you're in control, you're really not. And that's the lie of the enemy. So I'm so thankful that you're here today. Thank you so much. And share this with someone who you think might be 
is struggling and just really needs to hear this today because this is for them too. This is for anybody who is struggling in parenting, who, who realizes how hard it is and sometimes just loses hope. We don't have to lose hope if we trust God with everything. We can, we can have hard times. We're going to th- go through trials, but we do not have to lose hope. He is good and he is consistent. And he will never leave us. You have an amazing week this week, guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>